G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, some significant developments this week in the U.S. presidential race. Ted Cruz has dropped out and, of course, that leaves Donald Trump as the uh, person who will lead the Republican side of politics to the next election. Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch has been following along the developments this week. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Bill, it's going to be Trump versus Hillary. You've got your concerns about that, and uh, I know it's been quite moving for you this week to have lost uh, what was the only glimmer of hope when it comes to an evangelical Christian candidate. Yes, well, it's, uh, you know, it's... uh Nothing is over till it's over, as they say. And uh, at this point, it, it does look like it will be uh, Trump versus Clinton. Uh, but, you know, A, God is still on the throne, and B, things can happen. So who knows what will transpire before not only the two major conventions later in <clears throat> their summer, but uh, the November election as well. But if it stays... Uh, at this point, having Cruz just lost uh, in Indiana, where he needed to make a good showing, uh, <clears throat> it will be these two, and uh, that's what we have to deal with, and it may not be for many uh, much of a choice. For a lot of people who follow along U.S. politics and hope that there will be a Christian who would be uh, the, the next president, there is quite a significant disappointment and even to the point of distress uh, because of the idea that things are downhill from here if you don't have a godly person in charge of the leader of the free world position, which is the United States president. And uh, I note that in your latest article, you've written R.I.P. America. Is that a bit too drastic? Oh, well, it's uh, it's not looking good from my vantage point. Uh, instead of a conservative uh, option, we now have two New York pagan uh, liberals, uh, both uh, kind of egomaniacs who care only about themselves, have no, don't have a spiritual bone in their body, sadly. So we don't have any godly, righteous men or women running, it looks like, at this point. Now, mind you, I've said often, I would rather have a a genuine conservative and a man who is a man of conviction and principle and character, even if he were non-Christian, than, say, some, you know, any old Christian who may be a radical lefty or pushing all the wrong policies. So uh, I don't necessarily insist on a, a Christian getting into that office or any office, uh, what I do want to see is a person who has uh, the right policies and principles, the right character, and who will, uh, you know, do right by a nation. But with uh, Hillary and uh, Donald, sadly, we don't really have either to run with. So that's the real concern. 
course, the statistics would show that as many as 50% or more of Americans actually go to church on a Sunday. Mm. Uh, But there's certainly a disconnectedness, though, between people who would call themselves Christian and who would have any expectations of the values and the character of leaders. Uh, What does it say about the American church that that somehow or other uh, there's no godly Christian candidate in the race and the likes of Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton are going to be at the forefront? Yeah. Well, a lot can be said about the state of the church, and to be honest, I think... A big part of the reason we're left with such a horrendous choice is the very fact that the church has not been up to the scratch, up not up to the job of doing what it's supposed to be doing. It hasn't been salt and light. It's just been looking after its own uh, skin and pushing, in my book, heretical gospels of having your best life now and getting rich and feeling good about yourself. That is not the gospel. That is not the message that Jesus came and died for. So we have a carnal and compromised church, so why are we surprised to find the leaders that we select uh, being so very poor indeed? In fact, same with Obama twice in a row. I mean, the fact that so many Christians actually voted for this guy, that, that tells you a lot about how downhill America is going. And now we've got, uh, you know, uh, uh, quite a bad choice in the same vein. So, look, it's ultimately a spiritual thing. At the end of the day, God cares more about the state of the soul or the spirit than he does about the political situation. Sure, politics are important, but at the end of the day, if a people are not right with God, not walking in humility, seeking his face, praying before him, as we read in Second Chronicles 7.14, well... Sorry, no politician is going to save you if you're in that situation. Well, a nation that forgets God, uh, we would know from history, has not a lot of optimism. In fact, uh, the history would show that there's real pessimism to be expected when a nation does turn its back on God. And I note that you've quoted there Alexander Solzhenitsyn, Uh, who wrote from the Russian gulags about the way that uh, Russia had gone in his day, uh, and having forgotten God, uh, there was an end result to that. Mm -hmm. Well, he was just picking up, of course, on the words of the prophets like Jeremiah. They said exactly the same thing. All this has befallen you, in this case ancient Israel, because you have forsaken God, because you have stopped obeying God. You've turned to idols, you've turned to self, you've turned away from the living God and to your own immorality and idolatry, and now you're paying the consequences, and that is always the way it must be. When we turn our backs on God and live for self and pleasure, when we slaughter, as they do in America, almost one and a half million babies every year, God simply cannot turn a blind eye to that. He cannot just wink and say, okay, I'm going to bless America. And given that there's, what, 75, 85 million evangelical Christians, supposedly in America, a good third or a quarter at least, um, you know, where's their influence? What is the church doing there? Uh, Again, filling stadiums to talk about your best life now, where the unburned are slaughtered, marriage and family is taken a hammering. You really wonder, is this the judgment of God on a nation that really has forsaken him? 
Well, now it's going to be all eyes on Donald Trump and likely Hillary Clinton. And uh, so if you're taking a choice out of those two, Mm. Bill Muhlenberg, (laughs) where do you sit with those? Well, that's the problem. You know, choose your poison. When it gets this bad, where we don't have a real choice, uh, that's a real worry. And I think that's part of the judgment of God. We don't have a choice. Up until yesterday, we had a genuine conservative genuine Christian, godly, humble man, loved the Constitution, defended it. Uh, For some reason, the uh, deception was strong. Uh, People decided that this, uh, you know, lifelong liberal Trump was the guy to run with. So now we're stuck with him or Hillary, and boy, it's a terrible choice. And uh, here in Australia, Bill, we've got this preferential voting system whereby we can choose a different candidate and then preferences can flow. Uh, They don't have that in the U.S., do they? No, they don't. So it makes it even tougher here, at least. You know, we're not necessarily voting for uh, Shorten or Turnbull, which, by the way, seems a pretty bleak decision as well. But you can. That's right. You can vote for your local member. You can preference so at least who you really want is given some notice, although, mind you, there have been changes just recently, of course, to how the Senate votes. But, um, yeah, in America, it's, 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 it's more difficult. So, you're really, you know, you can do a write-in. You can vote independent party, uh, you know, some third candidate, but chances are you won't get very far. And we already know that millions and millions of conservatives and Republicans have said they cannot support somebody like Trump. So, um, you know, it's not a question of if you stay home, you give it to Hillary. All of the polling shows Hillary wins when it's up against Trump. So I've been saying this for months now. If you want somebody to beat Hillary, you really got to get Cruz, who has the numbers. But we've decided not to go that way. So chances are very good that Clinton will get in. And uh, it may not be very good for America. Well, we know you'll be writing on Australian politics, but also monitoring along very closely what's happening in the United States. I'll point people to one of your latest articles, Bill, Trump versus Hillary, when God forsakes a nation. And uh, people can simply Google Culture Watch to have access to that article. Bill Muhlenberg, always good getting your insights and uh, a difficult week for you. But uh, thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Great to be with you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.